What would Aunt P say? We're about Woo-hoo! to find out. We're about to find out. <laughs> You're gonna find out just like us. <laughs> okay, team. We're here today talking about friendships. Hi, team. Hi, team. Welcome. Um, we're gonna talk about how to be a good friend. Yes, episode three on friendship. On friendship, and this is something that came to my mind. Um, Pretty, pretty recently, a thought that I had, I'm 23 years old, and I feel like I'm just now learning how to be a good friend. I, um, I had a recent circumstantial event where I asked a friend, or I told a friend that I needed some space. A close friend, right? A, a, a really close a really, friend. One of, your, one of your closest. One of my besties for life. I had to tell that person... Hey, I need a moment from you. I'll be back, but I, I need a moment. So had just to be clear for everybody, it, was it something that, that they had done to you to upset you? Or was it, it just was something that hurt your they feelings? Had, yes, they had hurt my feelings, but um, not intentional, not intentionally. Yeah. Right. And I explained to them, I expressed what it was that hurt me, how it hurt me, you know, all those good details. And then just said, you know, I love you, but I need a, I need some space from you. Yeah, okay. And I'll be back, and I'm not punishing you. I don't want to hurt you. I want to be your friend forever, but I, I need a moment. And that's the first time I've ever done anything like that. I've never, I guess, been mature enough to do that because mm-hmm. in the past, um, I'm in therapy, and what my therapist told me was that I'm a – like one strike and you're out kind mm-hmm. of person, which is not my best quality. One and done. One and done. One time you're hurt, you're out. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm running for the hills. And it. um, it's true. And reflecting back on past relationships, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And this is a person, and not that I wanted to lose those people in the past that I cut out, but I knew I'm, I, I'm at, I was at a point emotionally where I knew I did not want to lose this person. Okay. But I did need a second. Okay. And that person had nothing but respect for that decision. So they responded and were and were like, okay, I'll give you some space. Yes. They responded very well. They gave me all the space I needed. They didn't ever – they didn't contact me again until I contacted them first. So they didn't even try to check up and be like, are you, are you still okay? You doing okay? Like – Okay. They just backed off and waited. Yeah. Okay. And um, and then once we talked again, I just kind of reiterated, this was not to punish you. Yeah. I love you. All that good stuff. So you have had a, a coming back together where you're you're like, okay, I'm good. I've had the space I need. And now I'm, I'm fine for us to be buddies again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I just told them that. I need to process what happened. I need to process this for a second and I need to do it so that we can be friends again. Yeah. And you needed to heal from the hurt. Yes. I, 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 like I said, this is just somebody that I, I could not lose. I didn't want to lose. Right. And so I knew the only way to keep them in my life was to step back and do some internal work and help, you know, and heal from that. So I could come back and be like, we are good. I'm yeah. not going to bring this up again. I'm not going to, you know, hold it over your head. I hope you don't hold this over my head that yeah. I needed to push you for a second. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's good. Can, can we pick it apart a little bit? I want to pick it apart. Please. Okay. So I think this is, I really, I think this is such a healthy situation for a lot of reasons. And this is, I, and I think 
also that's rare that it would be this kind of healthy and everyone on the other side of that, they're, you're back to being buddies. So the first thing is I like that you were able to go ask for what you need in this friendship. Because a lot of people would be like, I'm hurt, but I'm just going to keep pretending like, pretend like things are great and I'm going to be awesome. And But bitterness kind of stirs in the heart and the heart doesn't mm-hmm. have time to heal. So you gave your heart time to heal over what ha- over what happened and um, you gave yourself, self, asked for what you needed. Okay. I also like that this that this friend gave you what you needed um, and did not say, oh, it's all about me and this this hurts me and this, you know, they didn't make it about themselves. Um and and they, and they could have some people will go this really hurts my feelings and you're hurting me because um, I think it was probably hurtful to that person to have to be mm-hmm. distanced from you right I think they were hurt but the phrase they used was I didn't feel punished which I think right. was definitely my goal was to make sure right. that they didn't um, think that they did something wrong because truly they didn't do anything yeah. wrong it was, it was situational it was just situational um, mm-hmm. and I was just hurt. But yeah. I don't think, Yeah, I think they were hurt, but for good reason, you know. Right, right. Just the distancing from you and your friendship. That feels feels strange. Mm-hmm. What else I like about it is it's healthy. So it's healthy on both ends. It worked because it was healthy. Everybody's being healthy. Everybody's being self-aware, you and your friend. Um, there's honesty. You're honest with them about what you need. Um, and there's trust. A, a strong foundation can withstand a storm. It's just like that thing, you know, you build a house on a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. It's going to withstand a storm. And your friendship withstood a storm, basically, because mm-hmm. the foundation is strong. There's trust. There's honesty. There's there's deep love, uh, mm-hmm. um, and and a trust that the other person is is, is ultimately for them. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because now looking back, going through that situation, I truly think I could get through anything with that person. Oh yeah, that kind of honesty is rare in friendship. In in, in relationship with that hits a, a bump or a storm like this, mm-hmm. you communicate what you needed. They responded. They communicate what they needed. They responded, and then you know you you met the whatever your your requirements for the time period were you got through that and you went back to the friendship and that's sometimes people get their feelings hurt so hurt that they can't come back from that mm-hmm. uh, on either side and you both were very mature very self-aware and and again love kind of conquered all and that it it, mm-hmm. it survived and um and y'all are kind of back to normal yeah uh, and i see this person in a whole new light like my love for this friendship and this person it hit a new level where yeah this person will be in my life forever. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah, it makes that foundation even stronger. When it mm-hmm. just withstands the, it's like you break a bone and the bone heals back the bone stronger than when it was broken. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Like it's stronger now because of what you've weathered together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after this is, or since this has happened, it's made me reflect on other friendships. And like I said, I feel like I'm just now learning to be a good friend. That mm-hmm. um, thing that happened made me look and say, you know, this person's a really good friend and I'm trying to be a really good friend to them too. Mm -hmm. But have I been a good friend in the past? And so it made me reflect. And if there's, there are like three core things that I would go back and talk to like 15 year old Claire, if I could. And one of them, what are those is how to be a good friend. Okay. The other would be body image and body positivity. Mm -hmm. And the third would just be like self love, which, you know, body image kind of goes with that, but just kind of an overall, well, really, and I would say how to be a good friend to yourself. Like yeah. both of those things are how to be a good friend to yourself. 100%. Like, what do you say to your friend when she's like, oh, I'm, I'm just like my weight. I'm up 10 pounds. Like, girl, you look great. You're gorgeous. Right. Keep plowing ahead. You know, exactly. we just, and why don't we say that to ourselves? You look exactly. great. You're wonderfully made. Get out there. 100%. And so that's, I just thought if I could go back, I would, I would really 
teach myself how to be a good friend and prepare myself for the changes that happened in friendship over the course of your teenage into young adult life. Because when I look back, I think there was a person I was tied to the hip to in middle school. You know, I I don't really talk to them anymore. I have nothing but love for them, but that was a friend for a season. Yeah. There's there's two categories of friendships that we, we've, we've, see in our lives we see seasonal friendships that are there for a season whether it's high schools a certain type of school college uh, a certain season and then they might go away and, not, and they're there for a purpose i think and then mm-hmm. and there's toxic there's there's friendships that are toxic that we lose for a reason and mm-hmm. then there's lifelong friends that you might meet in middle school and be friends for life or college or even meet in adulthood and they become a best friend and you have them for life but then there are friendships where something happens and I've had to look back and say, in these situations, I was the toxic friend. Okay. I was the reason that that friendship ended. So now I have to sit and grieve what I did, the choices I made to lose that person. Because in the moment, I'm thinking, I, I, you know, you just blame them. I'm like, well, you're mean to me. And like I said, I'm a one and done type of person trying not to be um, one, <laughs> one and done. At the time, yeah. I was a one and done type of person. So I blame them and I leave and I'm out. That's easier to do. And that's less, again, less self-aware to do, more mature to do is to be like, you hurt me, I'm out. And not look at the motivations of your own heart for mm-hmm. why you're really leaving the friendship. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. were some of the things that you discovered about yourself or, or why you ended those relationships? Just pure jealousy. Okay. Pure jealousy. And high school is when I lost the most friends because I would just be so jealous that their body looked different, their hair looked different, boys talked to them or whatever it might have been. And they would have done one microscopic thing, like said maybe something I could interpret as mean. And then I'm like, that's it. That's the thing that's going to make me leave. See ya. When in reality, I'm like, I can't be friends with them anymore because they make me feel so insecure because mm-hmm. I'm jealous of them. I'm jealous of the way they look. I'm jealous of the things they have. And um, yeah, with every girl that I've pushed out of my life, it's because I've been jealous. Mm-hmm. And that helps you learn who you want to be, the kind of friend. Like you said, we're talking about the kind of friend we want to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I'd like to say that that ends in in high school. It doesn't. <laughs> Jealousy no. <laughs> lives uh, to, uh, it lives on, you know, and mm-hmm. female friendships especially can be. I'm not sure guys deal with it as much as women do because we're so body focused and mm-hmm. comparing who's got the best hair and who's skinniest and best nails. And, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's exhausting. But, but so there are women that do operate that and it'll either lead to like just cutting off or, or almost being too near and, um, like a like a worship or I'm, I'm finding my value by being friends with this person because they're so beautiful and wonderful and then that's an unhealthy kind of thing so i think self-awareness your self-awareness and what your your growth in that that's huge to just go i was just jealous and doggone it it blew it it's hard it's hard to reflect back and and realize that it was me but i'm so glad that i did because yeah. for so long before i realized that i painted this awful picture of these people as well, they're mean and they're this and they're that and they're not. They're yeah. lovely, wonderful people, and everybody makes mistakes. And they might have made a mistake, one right. mistake in our friendship, but that's the one mistake that I pointed out and was like, right. "I can, I can pin that yeah. on you now." And what you could also realize when you become, when you get a little older, is that they were probably all dealing with their own insecurities and their own oh, issues. 100%. Even the most beautiful girl in high school has has some self 
mm-hmm. image issues or concerns or, you know, am I, am I pretty enough? You know, all this not enoughness that happens, you know, with everybody's evaluating, you know, our culture is so hard, especially now with social media and, and Instagram and all that. You just, everything, everybody looks beautiful and perfect. Um, and it's just, it's, it's hard. So a lot of people mm-hmm. walk around that way and deal with jealousy and deal with these hard things. So the question is how to, how to overcome that right? and be a good friend on the other side of your jealousy. Like how do you bless your friend? Man, you you look amazing. You're gorgeous. I, I, but I also love you for, you know, who you are. Yeah. So that's what I really want to, something that I'm working on personally, but I think that a lot of people my age and any age want to be is just a good friend. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. friends are everything. Friend, it's so important to have a community of people Absolutely. that you can count on. And I don't want to lose any more people. You know, I don't want to allow anyone toxic in my life, but I don't want to be the toxic person anymore. I want to be a good friend. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this today okay. and, and you know, obviously come to you and say, sure. what are, what is a healthy friendship? How do you be the healthy friend? How do you be the good friend? Yeah. You know, healthy friendship has a lot of the elements. I think that you, we've already discussed about what happened with your, your friend and your situation. It has mm-hmm. to have, and what I would call the best kind of friendships, are what I'll call safe friendships. Um, and that's kind of a count can be a counseling term is the safety. Like is your heart safe in their hands? Is your heart, are you safe? You can say anything to them and you're not going to be judged. You're not going to be, uh, accused of anything you're not going to be uh, put off they're not going to leave you over what you tell them that they're just safe with anything to carry anything with you what i call carry it along with you i remember my you know and our studio audience is here again for for episode three uh ann and <laughs> ann and sarah are here and my sister and um, claire's mom is here and one thing our, our mom taught us at a young age i'm trying to think because there's never really a school on friendship you don't really go to school and be like here's how to be a good friend no one ever tells you but one thing our mom said to us was never ever be cruel do not ever be cruel. I don't care what you do. This is where you're going to get in trouble if you're, I find out you've been cruel to another human being. And that was just really all you need to know because it was like, it's so tempting on the playground and on the in the high school with the girls and da 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 da. And if you've been cruel too, which I have been by mean girls in high school, um, you you realize why. Um, and so what that makes you go, what kind of friend? The opposite of cruel is loving and kind, accepting someone who they are seeing people for who they are and where they are loving them well. But I think, yeah, so, so a safe friend is, is the best kind of friend to have. It doesn't mean necessarily the closest friend. I got friends that live far from me, but I can call them and go, I, can you pray for me about this? This is really hard. I'm struggling. And they'll be like, yes, I'm on it. Like count me in. And so that's, that's what I'll call a safe friend. So they trust, there's honesty, there's trust. There's a great love that covers even issues like what you see you dealt with your friends. I've had I've had a situation with a friend like that too, where I had to ask for some some distance, and got it, and then we're fine all these years later, of course. But it's yeah, just someone who's just safe to to not only do the fun things and the let's go get our nails done, but someone who will walk a hard road with you. I think one thing way to help us see what what's a healthy friendship is to see what's look at what's not a healthy friendship and what's what mm. what does it mean to. And I think what you said earlier, we were talking about this episode is is we seldom say how am I being a good friend? We always look at how others are being a good friend to us. This, this person was not a very good friend to me in this. And this person, she did this, you know, but we don't go, am I being a good friend to my people? Am I? Right. You know? Right. And so I think that's a great way to put it. But what is, so um, let's talk through some things that are not good for friendship. That aren't let's safe, do it. They're not safe and healthy. Like, cause we say toxic, uh, our, our culture uses the word toxic a lot. A lot. So what does that mm-hmm. mean? What does toxicity mean in a relationship? Uh, think? I think one would be, Honest communication. Yep. Um, an example for that is if I had decided not to tell this friend that they had hurt me, kept that inside, mm-hmm. let it just sit there, faster. 
fester. Sure. I'd be bitter and angry, and I'd probably start treating them poorly. And punishing. A little, and bit, little punishing. bit of punishing, passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to turn into something else yeah. because I'm angry. Yeah. So I think if you're not honest with your friends, it deals with you in a way to you turn into a bad friend. Yeah. You know? Does that make yeah. sense? Absolutely. I think another thing that speaks to that, that we could speak into that, too, is is giving someone the benefit of the doubt. The benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. Like to say... This I know this means good things, not bad things, because I know my friend's heart. And so I'm going to give I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and that their intention wasn't was not to hurt me, you know, because we can we can, think, oh, you know, turn it on ourselves. And, and, and that punishing passive aggressive behavior can can kick in, which is, again, that's what the opposite of that is honest communication. This hurt me, you know, I just want to make sure I let you know that. And mm hmm. Mm hmm. And being able to receive that too, and re- being absolutely, if somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, Claire, you did this, and that really hurt me," and I'm like, "Well, no, it didn't," and I, you just misinterpreted that, and that's not exactly yeah. what I did, and you're just being sensitive and blah blah. blah. If I'm not able to receive that, I'm not being a good friend to them because right. they're coming to me trying to be open with me and honest, and I'm rejecting that because yeah. I'm I'm being defensive or whatever. Defensive and de- offensive and offensive. Like like if you take an offense quickly or if you're defensive quickly, that's that doesn't what I would call bear good fruit. So good fruit or you know honesty and communication and acceptance and love and and not accusatory language or judging or mm-hmm. um, being passive, like I said, passive aggressive. Passive aggressive is where you're aggressive, but not directly so. So there's aggression, just somebody come right back at you. But then there's also this kind of, oh, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm fine. And then go slam the door and leave mm-hmm. the house. That's mm-hmm. kind of passive aggressive. So that kind of thing doesn't bear good fruit. You know, so what bears good fruit in relationship? What bears good fruit? So honesty, honesty, trust, trust um, I think loyalty. Yes. Um, not jumping ship when something when one thing goes wrong or mm-hmm. there's my one of my really good friends. She dealt with a friend who was very territorial over her, just very very territorial. If another friend, if she went to hang out with another friend or she hung out with her boyfriend, it was like, oh, it's on and it's over. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think I think loyalty to to an extent. Yeah, because you can. There's also where. Either you're finding your security in somebody else or somebody right. else is finding their right. security in you. It goes back to the bucket. Ooh. Yeah, we talked about the bucket in our first episode. That you can, We all carried this bucket around in front of us. And please, please, please help fill my bucket. I'm needy. I need you. I need your approval. I need your affection, your love, your time to fill my bucket so I can exist. And that's mm-hmm. just, that's codependency. <laughs> you just mean y'all need to live, you know, our bucket needs to be full in and of itself and the things that we love about ourselves. And then we can offer love out of that. And again, there's some dependency that's normal in friendship and in, and in relationships. Um, and so I think I put uh, in my notes here, I put, um, if you are their everything and they're your everything, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Like even even in a marriage relationship or a dating relationship, like again, you have to have life, independent life, in and of, of another person. Mm-hmm. And if they and that, like you said, that person has to be with you constantly. And they, what are you doing? And they're and they're kind of territorial, and they want to see what who you're talking to social media and who were you with Friday night. And da da da. That's way too. That's crossing boundaries of of you're my everything, and my, I find my life in you. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, we don't find it's, our life in other people. We find our it, life from and it's exhausting. God and ourselves and for both parties. Because you're constantly having to come to this person and say, accept me, love me, validate me. And the other person's, that's exhausting for them too, you know, because mm-hmm, now they're mm-hmm. giving you all, if they are, they're right. giving you all that they've got and they're left with nothing. Right. And so another th- question I would ask and how you can evaluate a, a, a relationship, a friendship, even if it's a new friendship, how do you feel when you've left that person? 
How do you feel when you walk away? Do you feel poured into? Do you feel affirmed and happy and joyful and so thankful to have been with them? Or do you feel depleted? Do you feel like, oh, they're so needy today? And, oh, you know, how do you feel when you leave? When you, when you, are you, gosh, can't wait to see you next week. Okay, yay, because that was great. It was fun to be with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so evaluate, ask yourself that question if you spent like an afternoon with a friend and go, do I feel good? Do I feel poured into? And, and you know, because it's really a, the bucket thing, it's really a mutual giving. Is there friendship mutual? Is there mutual give and take? There's some seasons where people are having a really hard time going through a storm and, and one person's pouring into the other person the whole time. Like maybe, you know, when I had COVID, my friends, I mean, there's so much pouring. They'd go to the Walgreens for me. They'd go, they bring me food. They do this, they do that. Um, so that was one's kind of one-sided, but boy, if they had COVID, I was doing the same thing. You know, I was back on their doorstep with some soup or whatever. So, so it's a, it's a regular give and take in friendship. One thing I wanted to say also is how do they respond to boundaries? Cause, cause mm. yeah. if you, if you put a boundary in, which you did with your friend, you said, I got a, I got a boundary here. I'm going to need a minute. And how they responded to, to a boundary you set is, is, is huge. So mm-hmm. in your case, it went really well. But mm-hmm. if, if someone were to say like, they felt like their friend was a little too much and they're, and you're feeling, they're a little needy and you're like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to need, just not every weekend, just need to, you know, I just need some space to do this and that. And they just, again, what do they do with that? If they punish or draw back or if they do the opposite or like, or they leave you forever or they come even harder, like, but I really, you know, how they react to a boundary is, is important. Have you experienced that? Uh, Where it went poorly? Has anybody here experienced that? Where it went poorly? I, I have, I have not, but I've just had counseling situations that I've talked to people oh, that, yeah, okay, that that happens. Um, I did have a, I did have, actually did have a relationship that was a, a relationship with with uh, a guy, and um, I wanted to date him. He did not want to date me, but he wanted to be my. And this is a whole other episode too. He wanted to be my <laughs> what he called special friend. Special friend. He wanted to be my special friend. So he's like, I don't want to be your, I don't want to date you, but I'll be your special friend. So he he got to define because I was so in love with him. I let him set the boundaries of what what special friends meant and didn't guard my heart yes. and then later when I realized it my my brother had an invention with me he was like you're a surrogate back it out you know back it up <laughs> um he did he called me so I did because <laughs> I was just eaten up with it I couldn't I had no headspace for anything else and so uh but but when I drew boundaries with this person he came even stronger because he didn't like boundaries he wanted it to be on his all on his terms so if a person wants to be and ultimately that when I moved that helped that relationship kind of go away because I moved and but that was an unhealthy situation for me. When I tried to do a boundary, he he responded with coming even harder because he didn't care what about my boundary, right? Because mm, mm, it yep. was about it was about no offense. It was about him. It was about him. And so people, so if, you can tell if you draw a boundary. The thing that happened with your friend was healthy because they were thinking about you, what you needed, yeah, and didn't think about themselves first and what they they said. Okay, you need this. I hear you. I'm going to give you this, and I'll be waiting. Like super healthy, super selfless. I think there's. You know, we're all pretty selfish people. I think I said this in our first, <laughs> first episode, but but when you can be selfless and go, this hurts and this is uncomfortable, but I'm going to do this for you because I love you and I'm going to wait for you. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and and that person responded to your boundary in a healthy way, and now your friendship's stronger because of that. So look uh, at how yeah. they respond to a boundary you might set, and be okay, and you be okay. It shows that you're a healthy friend if you're okay to try to set a boundary without worrying about losing them. So to kind of wrap this up on how to be a good friend. What's kind of the one thing you really want to hone in on, even if you're talking to me in my situation or whatever, and I'm in like a journey of being a good friend and I'm self-aware or trying to be as self-aware as I can, you know, what's the one thing yeah. that you would say is here, here's something that you can do to yeah. try to be a better friend. Well, I, I think it goes back to, you know, scripture, the scripture that says, you know, love others as you love others, but more than yourself, but also 
just the basic kind of love others as you want to be loved. You know, treat others you want to be treated. Treat as treat us that we were taught that too as kids. Treat others as you want to be treated. Um, that's biblical. You know, treat you know, love others. You know, others first. We we have a real hard time with that. Um, and we all we all it's a give and take. It's a give and take. So if everybody's giving, everybody's receiving, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's it. Be the friend you want to be. You know, and also be your own friend. I, th- I think when you're when yes. you're when you know yourself and you love yourself and you're kind to self, you you love others well because you don't need anything from them. You can just love them for who they mm-hmm. are and see them for who they are and accept them for who they are. Mm-hmm. And and again, always in all things. Um, there's a verse that says, do everything in love and all things. There's a verses that say, be kind and gentle and all things kindness. You know, if you have a word to say, that's a hard word, deliver it with kindness and firmness, all truth and love. Like you did with your friend, you were, you were truthful, you were loving. Um, it wasn't a hurtful and that person wasn't hurt for that reason by you. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, to, to walk in really good fruit and try to all the time. Am I, and, and self-evaluation is huge. Am I bearing good fruit? Am I being a good friend? I think that's to be emotionally intelligent uh, to incre- try to increase your emotional intelligence and and to be self aware. Um, what kind of friend am I being? How did I handle that situation? Like, I think those are all important ways of being good friends. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the What Would Aunt P Say podcast. We're so glad you were with us, and we hope you'll continue the conversation with us through our social media channels. Claire, let's, what are those? Tell Absolutely. us what those are. Yeah, you can find <laughs> us at What Would Aunt P Say on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And Yay. don't forget that our DMs are open for any yes. questions, comments, concerns, any topics Conversations. you want us. Absolutely. Anything you want us to cover. And um, if you love this episode, and we hope you did, we hope that you guys will leave us a rating and some comments and be back again. That'd be great. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye.